What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Ponko Chicken. Ponko Chicken, if you did not already know, is a unique spin on Japanese and Western cuisine. Uh, there are stores, if you're not familiar, um, all around the Atlanta area. Uh, there's one in Marietta now. There's one in Buckhead. There's one in Shambly. There's one in uh, Midtown. They're popping up everywhere because Ponko is awesome and uh, they're like family. So um, go check out Ponko if you have not already. It is the home of the award-winning Japanese-American chicken tender. Just to brag on them a little bit more, they were Verizon Super Bowl Live top-selling vendor, three-peat Taste of Atlanta award winner, um, Midtown Alliance Best Taste winner. Just they won all the awards because Ponko is great and Ponko is delicious. So if you are in the Atlanta area and are looking to try something new and good and delicious, go check out Ponko Chicken today and tell them that I sent you over. Uh, also, if you have not already, go check out chasemonspodcast.com. It's where all of my episodes to all of my podcasts are, all of my writing that I do, uh, more information on me and who I am um, and why you should be listening to this podcast and reading my work and all of that great stuff. Go do that. Go to Chase Thomas Podcast today. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, go ahead and leave me five stars and a rating and a review. That's great. I need it. Um, it helps the show continue to grow and all of that good stuff. Um, you can listen on SoundCloud, Spotify, like I said, Apple, Google Play, everywhere where you can get your podcast. The Chase Thomas Podcast will be there. So go do that today. Um, all right. I think that's everything. We can get into today's episode. Uncle Darren, let's go. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, it's Sunday night. I am here with not that Ryan Adams, his first in-person appearance in the podcast. He's judging me hardcore because, folks, um, if you did not already know, I record my podcast in my room. I built my own studio in my room, and my friend Ryan, not a fan, it seems like. He's staring around and, I don't know, silently judging. That's nasty. It's not nasty. Yeah, dude. There's literally like a two inch. <laughs> there's like two inches of dust hanging off your your fan. Uh huh. It's okay, man. That's not Batch bad. It's really not that bad. I'm literally gonna look at it the whole time. <laughs> I'm not gonna not be able to look at it, but it's whatever. My mom, when she listens to this, is gonna get annoyed because I'm pretty sure when she first moved me in, she saw that, <laughs> and if she knew that, like, it's just uh, been there for a very long time. Whatever, but, man. You know, wait. How old are you? Uh, 28 you got two years before it's like girlfriend then you don't have to worry about it uh well you were responsible for my last girlfriend people don't know this when i was responsible yeah you forced me into (laughs) (laughs) you're literally responsible for my last relationship you're welcome uh yeah worked out yeah it did great stuff yeah we stopped being friends for like six months yeah see that's what i'm saying you actually put that in motion (laughs) i didn't even consider that because if you don't do that that other thing doesn't happen, and then we don't have the fallout. So it's really on you. We've just learned that, once again, 
Ryan made the mistake here. At some point, you gotta like, you gotta man up, and you gotta um, you gotta be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Stop jumping from woman to woman, scumbag. Okay, settle down. I don't want to stop. Stop taking girls two two miles down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I looked for that on my way here. By the way, I, I couldn't find it. <laughs> I'm cutting all of that. <laughs> well done. Why would you do that? <laughs> um. But anyway. <laughs> Don't even know where to go from there. Did not expect that to get out in the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, my fault, my fault, my fault. A little too comfortable. No, I mean, this is all going to stay, but they're just going to be scratching their head wondering what it is that you're talking about. It's the fine. Legend, the legend of Chase. I just, I'm very gas conscious is uh, what we've learned here. That's all. <laughs> We're not, well, let's, let's stop talking about this. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> it is going to get worse, but... Um, yeah, you're, this is good so far. You're not as mean as I thought you'd be right away. Because generally speaking, when we work together, you're uh, you're mean to me. Well, just wait till you say something stupid. When do I ever That's, say anything stupid? Well, you'll say something about Auburn. Auburn's Chad great. Morris, Bo Nix. Yeah. Georgia not beating Florida, Tennessee in the same year. Mm-hmm. Just something terrible. I don't think so. Yeah, you will. Um, well, That's what happened. I think I can start now. Because we're going to be talking about some college football stuff. Um, Ryan and I talk about college football all the time and we're wrapping up the bowl season still reeling from that uh, Justin McMillan second half barrage from the Tulane green wave yesterday to up in the Southern Miss golden Eagles. Um, that was rough for me, but you know, there's still the final. We have the college football playoff final still coming up, but I, I need to ask you um, if you had to make the case against the Georgia Bulldogs, not winning the SEC East next year. What would it be? Playing Alabama at Alabama. No, the East. Oh, the oh, East. Yeah, yeah, but that's still going to contribute to it, right? Like if you I lose, guess. if you lose to Alabama, then you have to go undefeated the rest of the year. Um, and Kirby Smart's notorious for losing one stupid game, right? Mm-hmm. LSU, uh, South Carolina, Auburn, where it just gets blown out and the team's just not ready. Um, outside of that, quarterback. Who's the quarterback next year? Mm-hmm. Right, uh, it's from. Does he play like Bo Nix and be mediocre in every statistic, or does he play like Jake Fromm from freshman sophomore year, where he's you know fantastic? Right. So which which Jake Fromm do you have if he stays? Um, and if he leaves, do you want Jake Fromm to stay? Because you joke about Derek King all the time. <laughs> oh, that's my dream. Um, it's everybody's dream. Who couldn't want Derek King in Athens? You know, dude. Um, Yes, I do, just because I want to be done with it. You want him to leave. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. I want him to leave. Like, the Baylor game changed a lot of my decisions just because they, they, they came out and surprised a lot of people, including myself. And Jake Fromm looked very, very, very good. Uh, well, a lot better than he has. Um, so I'm kind of conflicted in that sense, but I, I just kind of am ready to be over Jake Fromm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have Carson Carson Beck. Do you have you know King from Houston? Like, that's another scary, you know, scary scenario where you know the offense is, overall is going to be better, running backs better, wide receivers better, but who's your quarterback? Um, or probably Coley. Like, was the offense bad because of from, or was it because Georgia runs nineteen eighties Wisconsin offense still to this day, 
and has is the only team to not change. Um, that's a big question mark too, because even even Sam Pittman said um, in an interview, like you can't run Georgia's offense. It's purely fourth a uh, fourth quarter offense when you're up twenty points. You can't go up against LSU, Alabama, you know Auburn, like all these elite teams, and run the kind of offense that Georgia does and expect to go undefeated with with no blemishes at all. So. I don't know. Those are the three. Those are the three things I think. Yeah, Jake Fromm, like the quarterback, James Coley, and beating Alabama in Tuscaloosa on the third game of the year is those. Yeah, those three things. If you lose to Alabama, it's 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 a it's an almost impossible road back to the East. What is he saying in the press conference tomorrow? What is Tua and Nick Saban? Why are they calling a press conference? Is he leaving or is he staying? Is he gonna leave? He has to leave. There's no way he doesn't. leave. That's like maybe a sneaky, amazing recruiting move if he gave that to them where he's like, he does like a LeBron decision thing for Tua where it's just like, he's leaving and he did everything he could for our uh, university. Like every recruit that sees that they're like, he cares. Right. There's just, there's that's an easy thing to do. Right. That's an easy PR win. There's no way. There's no way that he stays. I'm not convinced. Two years in a row, realistically three. Well, two years in a row, he's gotten hurt, right? Like just obliterated two years ago. Like Georgia knocks him out of the SEC championship game. He was injured with Auburn, and then again this year, like same thing. Like it's just it's freak accident after freak accident. And how much does an insurance policy like legitimately pay out? Well, you were in South Carolina for a while. Did you not ask Lattimore? No, no, I don't talk to South Carolina fans. Mm. Well, he was a player. Well, he's still a fan there. So <laughs> I think he's miserable. on staff. I think I'm... he is too. Uh, but no, I generally don't talk to South Carolina people about football because it's largely, <laughs> largely insanity. Which is why that loss last year was that much tougher to. And now they got to Bobo to save the day, I mean, save the offense. Good on him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sad that Georgia fans wanted Bobo back when, not so long ago, they hated Bobo, myself included. I don't want him back, but. Do you want Rich Rod right now? No. Oh, you um, moved on. Who do you yeah, want now? Morehead. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. he's available. Morehead. Yeah, if we get Moorhead and King from Houston, hello Heisman, hello Natty. Oh God, just wrap it up. I have that on my list. I can't. That was so random, and people are tweeting this out after, and I I agree with this that any person, any player who signed with Mississippi State on signing day a couple weeks ago with Moorhead still intact should be able to all get out of it without penalty. One hundred percent. That's so hypocritical if they don't let him. I was Why ready- would they wait? Like, what changed? I don't. Something had to have happened because he did he did fine. Like, yeah, he had a decent year. He was five hundred. He didn't have a right. quarterback. Um, they lost a lot of talent. They they won they won the Egg Bowl. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. Like they they there was no talk about him leaving, and then all of a sudden, bowl game hits and he's out. It's just I don't know. It just it seems like something else is going on there that you just don't know about yet. Alex Kirshner of SB Nation had a really good tweet about this where it's like, I think Mississippi State forgot their Mississippi State. Right. Like, you don't fire Joe Moorhead. It's it's an incredible thing. I, I, I was shocked when I saw that, and then I instantly was like, bring him to Georgia. Like, why not? What From? if? I don't think you're getting Moorhead, but... I don't either. I don't... I think he's going back up north. But you know what sucks for him is the Penn State job, OC job, just got filled by the Minnesota guy. So, because Ricky Rain went to Old Dominion and left Penn State and that job opened up and that would have been perfect for him to go back. Let's go to Minnesota. They already promote. I think they've already promoted from within too. And oh, he also, uh, no, it's not because he is apparently an all-time play caller because he sliced and diced uh, Auburn this past weekend. Right, but you get, you get, um, what, their quarterback's name is Morgan. He's coming back. Is he? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. He's, so. he's not good. Like, Tanner Morgan's not good. Not bad, though. You know what's nice is having two ridiculously talented receivers on your team. Right. Well, in college, especially. The same, the same, the same can be said for you know, Bo Nix. What's his name? Seth no, Williams? Like that's incredible, it. incredible catch to Anthony Schwartz, but he doesn't target him. Like right. the offense is innovative. Right. Like they were throwing to Schwartz like three times in a row, and then they wouldn't target him again for three quarters. A, Seth Williams, when he gets thrown at, good things happen, but Auburn doesn't do that very often. Who called that game? Who called what? The Auburn game. What do you mean? Offensive coordinator. Uh it was not Chad Morris. He was in he was like practicing with them, but it was Gus. Okay. Yeah. Dillingham was gone though. So it was like all Gus. Okay. Yeah. So that was yeah. That was a hard one to watch. Well, I got to watch the first half of it before I, before I left. Well, I have all the notes for you if you want to go through them, because I have them all right here. All the great them. stuff. Yeah. Tyler, I'll give you some uh, quick notes. Uh, they can't stop the run. Um, the defense was in the field for the entirety of the game. Um, Tyler Johnson is a very good receiver that Auburn did not have an answer for. And Auburn does not know how to run the football. That offensive line is still extremely problematic bo Nix runs from the pocket way too quick right it's like he sees ghosts or he just think like his instinct is just first sign of trouble i'm dipping out so what happened with their defensive line like that was my biggest question is they got tired but even at the beginning of the game like the beginning they were of the fine game, they were gashing them i mean it wasn't gash it was like four yards to carry like yeah they were getting a little bit mm, yeah i mean i can go through them they yeah, were four yards to carry and it was like basically what, what minnesota miss? would do it'd be first and ten and then it'd be second and seven and then it'd be third and one and then it'd be first down and they keep going and you're right. like they had a 10 minute possession the first quarter but like, that's but that's against auburn's defense which was yeah top top 10 top 15 in, yeah. the, in the league and they still they, they that was the most surprising thing for me was just that they were marching and marching and it was really surprising it made me wonder um if if the guys that are going to the draft just didn't play. They didn't go 100%. You know, they just Derek Brown like was it. going hard. Right. If you watch the game, he was but it going was, hard. It, that was just surprising as he was getting double teamed. And I hadn't seen this all year where he gets double teamed and he gets just blown off the ball the way he was against Minnesota. It was really, it was a weird game. It was a weird game to watch. It was weird. It also sucked. Right. But what can you do when you have Gus Malzahn? Probably the fourth, fifth best coach now. In the I list. love that it's still. Oh, you know who gave him like all kinds of weird praise after the game was PJ Fleck. It was really high end. Like he's the one of the best coaches out there. I love him to death. Blah blah. blah. They were like getting into. I don't know. PJ Fleck. It's hard to hard to read sometimes. But, yeah, I mean, Kirby and Matt Rule did that too. Like before. The well, game. those two actually make sense. I guess. Yeah, I don't. It's it's been a lot of weird like bromances that have happened in the bowl games this year. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, as we're recording, uh, the Eagles and the Seahawks are on, and I live with at least one Eagle fan in here. So, if you hear shouting, that's what's happening, folks. It's miserable. It's a full-on uh, frat house vibe tonight. It's um, miserable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, um, PJ Fleck, like, how long before he leaves Minnesota? Not for a long time. He just signed that gigantic extension yeah, with them. It doesn't matter. He's he's locked in there for a little bit. He's yeah, but still you can super still young. Walk away from that, like, but where is he going to go? What's better right pros. now for him? I mean, that would be it. Like, right. I could see you for the pros, like the Shiano type thing, where right. he's you there see, for a while and then he jumps to like the Niners or something. You see, like all these coaches that are mentioned for the professionals, like for, you know, for the NFL and Flack. Like, how long do you stay at Minnesota? Where dream job? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> dream job going against Penn State, and you got you know. Ohio State, Michigan. Like, well, I'd be worried if you had your best season. Like, if you're PJ Fleck, you're like, is this the best right. Minnesota can do? It, am I only going to be going eight and four and seven and five from here on out? Uh, yeah, that's what he's. 
I'd be surprised if he doesn't leave within the next three, four, five years. Just because, right? What what is better than eight wins? What do they do to get better than eight wins? Like when because the Big Ten's gonna get better. Like Michigan State's not gonna be like this every year. Like there's just I don't think the Big Ten's gonna be this down. Like Big Ten was down this year. They look. I mean, but they. But in all honesty, like Minnesota looked good though. Like that, they were that, good. That was the thing. Is that, but they also had two wide receivers that are probably going for a second round. Right. They had a lot of talent on this team. Like they just their running backs looked like Marion Barber. They have Antoine Winfield Jr. who's right. out there. He's going to be a first round pick. Like they had just a lot of NFL talent. And I just they looked maybe, well coached though. That was the thing. they are well coached. Like, they looked really PJ well Flex coached. good. Right. So he's going to have to like he's going to. But gonna they're not be. going to like a Rose Bowl or anything. They're not going to go to a national championship. They're not like I think. There is a very fair thing to say that like they peaked this year, in his tenure. It's going to be know, really like, hard to win double digit games at Minnesota multiple times. I don't know. Like, they never do that. It never. It's literally never happened. Right. But you look at that like Michigan State. Like I don't know. Are they coming back? Because they haven't yeah. been good in the past. They were in the playoff. Like what? Three years ago. But they were in the playoff. Right. But we all know that was just garbage. That was. But just they were mistake. in the yeah. playoff. Wait, has Auburn been in the playoff yet? No. Oh wow. Um, kind of two years ago, <laughs> and this year, yeah. if LSU wins, um, honestly, we can't rule out Auburn being the second best team in the country right. if LSU wins. Mm-hmm. Um, no, just keeping LSU to twenty three points. Can't forget that. People forget it. I want to raise the banner. Like I think they should actually put up. We held LSU to twenty three points somewhere in the stadium. I mean, that is incredible. Honestly, like Georgia did thirty seven. I thought that was yeah. good. Like it's impressive. Too bad you have Bo Nix. No, he's he's pretty solid. Yes, he had like three games where he had above sixty percent completion ratio. Do you know what's really funny about that Auburn-Minnesota game? Have you listened to Rod Gilmore call games? No. I'm he, sure I listened to the game, but I just don't remember it. He's extremely conservative in his play calling, and like at, just whenever a team takes a risk, he just he's immediately like... It, like at, the, at one point in the game, it was fourth and one on like their 30. And he, they were like, oh, what would you do here? He's like, oh, I'd punt it. Like He <laughs> just immediately... Like I, like, I don't want to take risks. And then he hates frame-by-frame frame analysis. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah. He, he was going in. Slow-mo yeah, he, over and over and How it's over. killing America and right. how it's also killing football. It was, yeah, that it was touchdown. Yeah. T- Minnesota touchdown. Right. Yeah, he went in on that. He hates frame-by-frame frame yeah. analysis. That's But that's like... Kind of going back to the the Georgia thing, like how they're gonna lose the East. Like that's the kind of stuff that's going to lose in the East. Like that's the stuff that Georgia does, right? Like not an anemic offense. They're not anemic. They're anemic. I was gonna say what? Like I mean, like the LSU game, like third and seven, thirty-five yard line. You run a draw. You go for a field goal against LSU. Like mm-hmm. who thinks that's a good idea? Besides whatever the announcer's name is and Kirby Smart at this point. So, um. So you've turned on Kirby? No, I love Kirby. I just think Kirby needs to not be Mark Richt and fire somebody. Or if not fire somebody, like... Are you nervous that Coley hasn't been reassigned yet? No, because... So the Baylor game... like if The, the Baylor game actually made like a lot of my worries. Uh, like it, it, it eased a lot of my worries. Oh, I thought you were going to go the other way, because like they won. You're like, oh shit, they're no, going to keep no, Coley no. now. No, I'm fine with... like. I'm not fine with it, but I'm not... Oh, God. You're talking yourself back into Coley. Right. But this not, is dark times. No, 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 no. I'm not talking myself into it, but I, I, I still want to see him gone. But I'm. But part of me says, like, if if he, if he Kirby Smart keeps Coley... Oh, no. It might not be as bad as... You're rationalizing. Because, but I mean, think about it. Like, oh, Bobo, God. his first three years was garbage, right? And then last four years was apparently... Didn't see this coming. Right. It's a full 180. How tired are you right now? Miserable. You're going to listen to this tomorrow and be like, did I just make the case for Coley in 2020? I don't know. Uh, you know, the one thing that like won me 
and it goes back to to rule the just, Kentucky game. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a barn burner. Uh-huh. Um, no, the it goes back to Matt Rule at the end of the game, uh, and, and he said like when when Georgia threw that flea flicker that their defense never recovered and their defense's game plan just went out the window, and you see that Georgia moved the ball relatively well outside of you know George Pickens being an absolute monster, um, but Zamir White looked great. Like this, the team looked a lot better than it has. And I think it's it comes off the fact that Coley decided to just throw the book out the window and and call a flea flicker, and it the expectations are really low at this point. God, You're like he is. called a flea flicker. We got to bring well, him yeah, back. But like it, it, against like the LSU, like the, the thing that bothered me more than anything was not that Georgia lost. Like I didn't expect Georgia to win. Like I even told you, like Georgia's going to win that game because it just makes zero sense, right? Like that's the perfect game that Georgia would win because they're overmatched in literally every statistical category, except like overall defense and. So that made sense to me, but the the game plan going into that like shocked me that Georgia never plant, ran one trick play. They never like they were never aggressive in their play calling. And I think that's the thing that everybody hates about Coley is he's super conservative. It's third and seven, we're going to run a draw instead of going for a first down. Like you're going to run a draw when everyone on the planet knows you're going to run a draw. And so yeah, I God, it's depressing that I am talking myself back into Coley after a flea flicker. But yeah, start times. And I'm keeping this all in for future reference. Rich Rod, baby. 2021. Or Moorhead, one of the two. I'm You're not getting that. Moorhead. That's not I'm, happening. Just imagine Matt Luke and Moorhead. My God. You're getting Major Apple White. <laughs> Never. Never. I, we'll get Urban Meyer. That, no. No, I know. But yeah. I, he's he's in play for just like a ridiculous amount of jobs. He's, he's got a really good agent. Right. And somebody somebody was saying that Brown's front office, Redskins front office, Cowboys, Cowboys head coach. Right. And uh, that one like blew my mind. Like the guy's got health issues for days and he's walked away from two. He shouldn't know, be coaching anymore. But the the rationalization was uh, NFL football is not as stre- as stressful as college football. He, it's not about like he's going to take it seriously. That's the thing that people or, are missing where it's like, Jones, like right behind you the whole time. Like, are you pretending that that's not a stressful job? Like who would ever, right. why, what? Like Jerry Jones just said, come out of the, like come out <laughs> of the booth. First thing, start talking shit like he does now. Like the, the, when they said his name, I was shocked beyond belief. Like go ahead. And, Dan Mullen makes more sense than I would agree than, than urban Meyer, but I, I mean, still wouldn't go either, but, but how awesome would that be though? Like urban Meyer does go to the Cowboys like, and he brings Grantham with him. Former Cowboys coach. Todd Grantham. <laughs> he's garbage. Do you see he's in serious play for Mississippi State? And that blows my mind. Like, that actually, like, hurts my head. He, how, how would Florida you... fans are like, celebrating already. They're, like, prematurely, right. like, oh, yeah, Mississippi State, like, call us. Right. Like, how would, how would, why would you think to hire a guy whose moniker is third in Grantham? Like, why is that a head coach decision? I mean, they got a lot of talent on defense right, during right. his tenure at Mississippi State. He right. got Abrams, he got Sweet or Sweat, whatever it is, and like they produced a lot of talent. Right, but like again, it's 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 Grantham who's as a Georgia fan, like I just remember nonstop just headaches, like from the choke sim, like like the choking at uh, Florida to just third and Grantham. And I mean, it's still at Florida. Third and Grantham is a very real thing, and you know it's nice to be on the other side. And just watch, like, and just know that any third down is a possibility. I, I just, I was, sh- I'm actually shocked that he's a candidate. What, where does he rank on coaches in the West? Like, if they hire him, Sam Pittman, 
uh, I think Sam Pittman's worse. Okay. Just right now. Because it's such an unknown where, like, most of these don't work out. Like, for every Ed Orderon, right. like, most of these do not work out. Most right. of them go the Matt Luke route. So, so Grantham gets hired there, and he's, what, instantly the... Second worst, I would say. Right. Well, I would even... I think I might take him over Mason. Mason's... It's bad. And he also cleaned house with his coordinators. Well, okay, so you're talking about in the East, too. Okay. Yeah, uh, I said in both. Um, I'm thinking both. Right, but like that's he's, probably it. He's instantly the third worst in the SEC. Like, yeah. Why? Why is that your goal? Why? Why are you? But you don't fire Joe Moorhead to hire Todd Grant. Exactly. That's the bigger issue. Right. Where it's like, I, why? Like you, like Ole Miss did like a fantastic job in my opinion getting. Because um, he's building a super staff, Kiffin, DJ yeah. Durkin. Like, yeah. <laughs> you see that? And you're Kiffin just, like, just doesn't care. I was right. reading this story on their AD, who's like really inexperienced and is apparently just saying yes to whatever Kiffin wants right, right now. And it's like one of those things where no one's being like, "Hey, um, do you know what you're doing?" I could I could not think of a better duo of coaches than DJ Durkin and uh, Lane Kiffin. Like, we should also mention though, the DJ Durkin stuff is serious right. and bad, and like I can't believe right. he but, has another. But I'm saying job. like the fact that Lane Kiffin, like last time he's in the SEC, like ruffled everyone's feathers, and he did a great job. Right? Nick Saban like, included. Right, like he just. Literally walked in the room, saw every person that was bigger than him, and went and punched him in the face just because he could. Yep. And proceeds to bounce afterwards. But remember like, when he blew out Georgia like forty-eight to thirteen right. with Jonathan Crompton, right? And raised the banner, right? And just miserable. I was at that game, by the way. It's miserable. I was at that game. Brandon Boykin had a kick return touchdown in that game. Um, my parents and family were not not enthused about how that one unfolded. Dark times. It was weird watching Dark Crompton times. just because I remember talking just a bunch of shit about Jonathan Crompton and just being completely perplexed as to how this was happening but but yeah like uh, lane kiffin's i think uh, is probably one of the better hires as far as yeah it's a good hire but it's the sec west so it's like a curve where it's like but but even then like if you get lane kiffin what are you like what is is he like fourth best or he's uh, he's up there right he's up there in conversation like orgeron's good had a really great year this year i want to see next year right like orgeron's an awesome coach i just want to see him Next year, he's had what uh, two really good years, right? Yeah. LSU was good last year. They beat, they smoked Georgia again, but shouldn't um, have beaten Auburn. But they right, but like he's a solid coach, right? Mm. You got Nick Saban, um, Auburn's coach, uh, Gus Gus Malzahn, like Lane Kiffin's in there, right? Like he's not Nick Saban, but no. For right now, would I put him next to? Orgeron? I haven't mentioned Jimbo yet. Oh God, I totally forgot about Jimbo. Yeah. Fourth oh best recording recruiting class and just no oh, no respect. See, remember remember what we were talking about before I went on vacation about Georgia getting number one recruiting class? Yeah. We're a lot closer to that now, aren't we? Throwing the bag around. Oh. Getting penalties and getting recruits. Hey man. That's what see that was misdirection, right? <laughs> you self impose a penalty on yourself for ten thousand dollars, like who gives yeah. a shit, right? Meanwhile, Bagman sneaking out bags, <laughs> hitting up uh, Ringo in Arizona and getting that five star. See, it's like say what you want about Kirby Smart. The the guy's a genius, like <laughs> master master of misdirection master recruiting genius i yeah, think absolutely uh but like yeah like because you were you didn't know what, what i sent you when i sent the the kid decommitted from oklahoma the south georgia right, kid right 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 and that yeah i had to look it up uh i, I totally forgot about him well no it's like one of those where immediately people were like oh no what right, did kirby man. do <laughs> right, right but like is that one of those things where lane like does does uh, Lincoln Riley ended up at like he got you know he got scared because Lincoln Riley leaving. Well, they already got a, the number one quarterback the previous year. He's starting next year, so the number one quarterback in that previous class is starting for Oklahoma oh, this right. fall. That's so right. uh, that might be it. I forgot his name. 
It's yeah. a very Oklahoma quarterback name. Yeah, it's like yeah, Scooter yeah. or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, because Clemson got the number one this year. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and then Bryce Young looked really good in that uh, Shrine game or wherever it was over the weekend. Right. So Bama, I think, will be fine. Uh, yeah, that's that's. There's so many question marks next year, but does Georgia does Georgia get another five star quarterback and then just completely waste his talent and let him leave? Like that was as soon as I looked at that, I was like, oh my god, like this is a nightmare scenario. Like I don't think Georgia ever needs another five star quarterback that's not just like 100 percent uh, pro style quarterback, or else we're just gonna like hand him off to ohio state yeah you're almost better off getting four stars because they're more comfortable just being like oh you just need me to throw one time in the second <laughs> half against kentucky sign me up well pro style we gotta have pro style because you get like you know get, uh, pro style is just code for average quarterback I don't in know, college is matt stafford best quarterback ever yeah that's a rogue example yeah but that's the only example like i think about michigan state they run a pro style or wisconsin all of their quarterbacks they run a pro style scheme like, all of their quarterbacks thing anymore yeah it's not like ricky St- well not ricky stanzi what was his name what was the really bad one they had for like five years wasn't it stanzi oh, yeah it sounds familiar they just they've had bad alex hornybrook like right. all these guys they run a pro style scheme like pro style just means like white and slow i think i think that's what it, it, it actually it, it, means it's literally like what 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 um what sam Pittman said like it's, yeah. it's literally an offense that's meant to it's like prevent defense it's mm-hmm. literally you're up 35 points against somebody that you're just better than and you just run the ball down their throat. And Who then, did he hire as OC? I'm blanking. It was someone I was interested in. Cause, oh, it was um, Kendall Bryles. Yeah. Another, I, I like it. I like that. Um, they yeah, might back, be okay. But, uh, back to the Grantham thing. Like, ter- terrible. If he got hired, I'd be just... Mississippi State fans might revolt. I, I'd, That's feel, a, I'd feel so bad for Mississippi State fans. And you know, like you know, Florida fans are just like loving it. Like, yeah. That forces mullen to go hire somebody and you no right. longer just it's no longer third and grantham if Fromm comes back he's just loving it if if grantham's still there like terrible terrible like i don't even... know how good of a job that is like it's really hard to recruit it's really hard to get guys it's really hard to win you're in the toughest division of college football right i don't I, yeah that's and now I... you're looking at the west next year i mean just think about texas a&m and what kevin's going to bring in at ole miss right like you're walking into just an absolute dumpster fire. Your your counterpart, the person that you're measured against, is Lane Kiffin. Like, yeah, basically, you're, yeah. you're screwed. Look, you're, he's not better than Kiffin. Maybe, maybe. I some, just don't some know who, down the who road. can get. Like, right. who is? But you don't hire. You don't fire Morehead. Like that's the answer. Like that is the craziest thing. Is like, you're going to fire Morehead and you're going to go for Grantham. That blows my mind. Did that's you see Monkins in in play? The recently fired OC from uh, Cleveland, Todd Monken. That sounds awesome too. Yeah. Miss he was it. Southern Miss's coach for a year and was okay. Yeah. I like the idea of the UAB coach. If you did something like that, because he resurrected that program from nothing, they literally were canceled, and then they went go and win ten that's right. games. That's right. Yeah, like Bill that. Clark, sign me up. Right. Like that's that's someone you have to get. Like get a, an, an, someone that has this aspiration. Like that's that's an aspiring coach. Like yeah. Grantham is just. It, I don't even know if it's safe. Like it's no, just, you're going. Three it's and just, nine for several bad. years. Yeah, it just doesn't. It, it, no scenario. Does. Unless you hire like an amazing young offensive coordinator, mind like get Rich Rod. There you go. Can you imagine Grantham and Rich Rod together? <laughs> That'd be fun, right? Um, but yeah, I just that's that's terrible, terrible, terrible high uh, hire, and I just think that's like the biggest mistake ever. I I would just feel bad for Mississippi State fans. Mel Tucker, love Mel Tucker. I know. Get him out of the God, Big Ten. Or uh, Pac-12, excuse me. God, I love Mel Tucker. What did he finish? Uh, not great. They missed a bowl. So. Right, but they... they, they, remember, like, they when, started off hot. 
But remember, like we talked about this on yeah. the podcast, like a good season for him with who they were playing was like three wins at best. I think they went like four and eight. I want right. to say. So he like overachieved from what we were saying. But now I want to look. But I think he went like four and eight. It was like, it, it, I mean, his schedule was just gaudy. Vanderbilt coordinator changes. Are you at all concerned about what Vanderbilt's got cooking up? Jason Tarver getting fired. Their OC from uh, Wisconsin getting fired. No, not at all. No, not worried about uh, the Mason train getting just, back on the track. I like him, but do you know what I would do if I was Vanderbilt? What's that? I would fire Derek Mason today and go get Pat Shermer. His son just played there. Right. Yeah. Go get Pat Shermer. <laughs> the ginger. Yeah. Go do it. Go right. get Pat I mean, Shermer. Like, Derek Mason, like I like Derek Mason as a coach. Like I think if he was anywhere other than Vanderbilt, like he would probably be a decent coach. But like you're in Vanderbilt, like Mark Stoops is on the ups. Um, is he on the ups? Yeah, I 100%. guess. Like Kentucky, I've never been a big Mark Stoops guy. Right, but I mean, like you look at what Kentucky's doing now, and they're much better than what they for were. sure. This is right. great stuff. But like he was, he was. In I think he's starting to get FSU, Yeah, right? and I just didn't like that. I was like, okay, we're overrating him too much. He's doing great for Kentucky, right? But I mean, but he's making he's Kentucky, not an up and comer, but he's making Kentucky better, right? Like Vanderbilt is he's Vanderbilt. making them respectable. Yeah, sure. Like you, you're not going to look at Kentucky and overlook them. Like take George's game, right? Like no. down rain, no passing, like <laughs> low scoring, just warfare. Well, they right? had an excuse. They had a receiver at quarterback. Uh, you had a national championship playing quarterback uh, right. who was uh, throwing the ball one time in the second half. Right. It doesn't matter. Like you don't have to when you're just running the ball down their throat. It doesn't right. Matter, right. But like you look at Kentucky and like you know like the game's going to be way more competitive than it used to be. Um, Vanderbilt. Oh, they went five and seven by the way. Right. So Better than I thought. Yeah, it's a huge win for them. Right. So like Mel Tucker, like good on him. Like Mississippi State, go get Mel Tucker. Like God, go get him. Buy him out. Um, but yeah, Derek Mason, like. He's just never going to do it. It's never going to be a thing. Like they're going to go to a bowl game hopefully every year. You hope, and the Music City Bowl, and there you go. Like I, I you've got to go. Yeah, that, like Shermer would be perfect. Anybody outside of Derek Mason, I think you have to have an offensive coordinator, like as a head coach. Period. I just think you get like an NFL guy, kind of like what Vanderbilt's doing with Jerry Stackhouse coaching their men's right. basketball team. Just go get like a dude where some guys, because it's going to be so hard to attract players to vanderbilt anyway but if you go and get a former nfl head coach i don't know like i'm not all about that but i i compare it to like herm at arizona state where like herm is really turned that program around they had a big bowl win like he's hiring a bunch of ex nfl staffers antonio pierce is on that staff and now kevin mawai is like their offensive line coach like do something like that you have to get creative and organ in uh universities like that it's 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 herm edwards like you're gonna gonna play for him like i know like he knows the nfl he's gonna put you in the nfl right or you have a a better chance being with him than somewhere else but like i I don't think vanderbilt's gonna beat anybody worthwhile with like a defensive minded coach like i just don't ever think that's gonna be a thing like you have some just why does it art bryles trying to bring him back perfect like not perfect don't hire art bryles no one college ad's i know that you listen do not hire Art Bryles. No, perfect. That is like the perfect example. Like, get a scumbag <laughs> who doesn't care, who's literally just going to do the most like air raid, huck it, chuck it football there ever was. Mm-hmm. You're going to beat somebody. You're going to like, you're going to mess up, and you're going to beat somebody by accident. And yeah. You're going to ruin somebody's season, right? Like, <laughs> Vanderbilt's not going to accomplish anything other than that, but they're definitely not going to accomplish that right now. With hire Jay Cutler. God no, he's bored. Yeah, but he's terrible. He's great. He's terrible. Don't hire him. He's so good on very cavalry. 
She's hot though. Do you watch that show? No. What? No. But it's a great show. I'm sure it is. I mean, I'd watch it just for her because she's. No, you're missing it. It's it's him. It's all it's, about him. It's not like he's, he's garbage. Incredible. Like, no, dude. That guy. The high point of his career was at Vandy. Like no, the high point of his career is actually very Cavalieri. Fair enough. Like he's a fair superstar. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, like his career did a 180. People were so down on Jay Cutler and just like oh, I'm over it, smoking Jay. And now if you type in Jay Cutler, it's like oh my god, I love him. <laughs> yeah, I no. There's no way. Like you, there's no way you you hire Jay Cutler. That's a, you always hire Jay Cutler in my terrible. opinion. You get Art Briles. Um, I don't think so. I, I think you definitely don't get Art Briles because no one should hire Art Briles ever. Um, Paterno. No. 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 Wait. <laughs> From the grave? What? <laughs> this just took a really dark turn. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, who am I thinking about? Uh, Petrino? Petrino. Yeah, absolutely. Get Petrino. <laughs> Paterno. Yeah, God. Take that out. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> oh, my God. I do not <laughs> condone that at all. Jesus. Yikes. <laughs> dark. Yeah. <laughs> We're never doing this again. Good God. <laughs> Um, no, it reminds me of the Saudi Arabia WWE shows that I know you love. Yeah. Um, apparently, like they're really into the older wrestlers and they don't know anything about the new product. So, like, whenever they like ask to get people over, they pitch like dead wrestlers in the Sergeant company. Slaughter. Yeah. Well, I think he's alive. Yeah, but he was the man, dude. But what I'm saying is, like, he like asked for dead wrestlers, and they're like, they have to tell him, <laughs> nope, he's <laughs> no longer with us. That's Do you miserable. have another name? Like, oh god, I like asked for like Crispin Wall. Like, oh yeah. god. Nope, don't have him. Macho Man? Nope, don't have him. Like, they keep going down the list. Like, that was just the thing. Right, that's like that's when wrestling was actually, like, good. No, wrestling's great now. Um, teams trending up and down. It's January, what, 5th? 4th? 5th. I don't know, but on vacation. I don't yeah, know. and everything blends together. Um, good humble brag. And... Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um... Teams trending up and down. I think we can really start to assess, like, okay, Bulls season's over. Their season's over. They made some coordinator changes. Like, we can all agree the Old Dominion, um, whatever mascot they are, they're on the rise. Love to see Ricky Ranney run that uh, Penn State offense there. Can't count them out next year. Um, what For you, who is trending up? Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze getting that extension? Dude, Hugh Freeze. What is that? Uh, <laughs> Liberty? Yeah. God, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't actually jump at the chance to like jump back to the SEC. Does he get one already? I doubt he got one already. I don't think so. I don't think he'll ever be in the SEC ever again. I think he'll be in there in the next two years or less. Like, I'm surprised he's not in on the Mississippi State thing right now. No, there's no way. There's no way. That'd be the ultimate heel turn. Right. That'd be like that would be a place where he should he could I would sign up for that right now. Right. Like we said with Lane Kiffin, like if Lane Kevin's coming back to the SEC, it's going to be Vandy. It's going to be Ole Miss. It's going to be Mississippi State. Oh, what if he went to Vandy? Oh, God. That'd be a nightmare. That's the kind of scumbag you want there, though. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be a nightmare for Georgia. Like, that guy's going to, like, randomly beat him again. Like, yeah. Mark Rick days. God, that'd be scary. Um, if you're Kentucky and you go, like, 5-7 and seven next year and you're like, we can get Hugh Furies. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be a nightmare, too. God almighty. That'd be terrifying. Um... As much as I, I hate it, like Georgia Tech is a good one. Um, Top recruit, twenty-five right. recruiting class. Recruiting's good. Um, I hate Jeff Collins. Like <laughs> he just, God, he just looks like a dick. I don't know if I can say this, but yeah, he just does. But um, 
he just get like he's he's like I like subjectively I like what he does for Georgia Tech, right? Like he's he's turning them around, but he just gives like Kirby Smart this this locker locker room material, and it's just like I can't think of a game. Kirby that, was doing the same kind of stuff in year one when he's going seven and five, right? Oh yeah, I mean true freshman quarterback, yeah, sure, like cool, but like but he had that same kind of energy of like we're reinventing the program, right. we're doing this, that, and the other. But they also had you know a top five recruiting class, right? Like. They yeah, just, it's Georgia. Right. Top 25 is a top five class for Tech. Right. I agree with that. But, like, that, that's not the same. Like, when you're going to – like, I can't remember the last game that Georgia lost when they had when they had bulletin board material. Like, with Kirby. Like, I can't think of one. And, like, you know after the Georgia Tech game, like, Kirby Smart sending Jeff Collins pictures from Waffle House, like, every day for, like, the next two months. Like He eats a lot of Waffle House. I, God, I do too. But Do you? Yeah, I love Waffle House. It's I mean, delicious. I love it too, but, like – God, have you ever drank? Like, a Waffle House is the go-to place. Yeah, I mean, I'm not or disagreeing with that. Not Taco Bell. God, yeah, Taco Bell. That's good. You just wake up with a Crunchwrap Supreme on your stomach from the night before? Like, yeah. What I do think about with Taco Bell is the people that get it for lunch. And sorry to my listeners that uh, this offends, but, like, if you were taking your lunch break at Taco Bell, like, I just don't know how the rest of your day goes. That's not something you eat at a normal hour. It just all depends. No. Yeah, it all depends. There's no depending on that. Yeah, you should never do that. Two Crunchwrap Supremes. Two for lunch? Yeah, and then you absolutely. go back to work for three yeah, more hours? Yeah, two steak quesaritos. Yeah. Like, no. I go to Taco Bell and I spend more than I do at, like, Outback instantly. Like, <laughs> I think you're... What? Why? What? There's just so much. There's I, I spend, like, 60 bucks at Taco, Taco There's Bell. There's no way. Every time, dude. Like, two Crunchwrap For yourself? Supreme. Yeah, instantly. That's disgusting. All, but, yeah. God, yeah. That Man, is disgusting. We, um, uh, yeah. Taco Bell, though. Um, but, like, I like Jeff Collins. Like, he's he's obviously, like, turned Georgia Tech around. Georgia Tech looks a lot better. Like, recruiting looks a lot better. Obviously, they got their quarterback? Right, yeah, four-star quarterback, right? Yeah. Like, they're going to they're gonna turn around. Like, the one thing I don't like about Jeff Collins is just, like, bulletin port material. Like, I get it. Like, you, you have to say it, right? you got to get your players to buy in. But like, don't aim it at Georgia. Like, aim it at any other team. Like, don't aim it at Clemson. Don't aim it at Georgia. Like, I, I guess they got to play Clemson every year. Like, Miami. Like, who gives a shit? They suck. Aim it at them, <laughs> right? Like, they're on the down, right? Like, Manny Diaz, like, talk shit to him. Like, I, I just, I don't think you're ever going to get over that hump if you're talking shit to Kirby Smart in Georgia because they're just, they're just going to stomp him. And I, I just don't think that's a smart move there, in my opinion. Um, they're really good. I think FSU I can't go any worse, but you get. He's uh, hiring a full staff, and I think he's getting a lot of credit for what Taggart was fixing up, but Taggart. Walked into just Jimbo really left that shit in right. ruins, right? Um, but I think you know, yeah, Norvell's definitely gonna he's gonna benefit from that. But I, I think he's a good person to actually like stabilize that culture. Um, that's another team I think is gonna be let's go. Well, the good thing for Florida State is that they play in the ACC, and the ACC is down. Like it's not gonna be hard for them to catch Virginia. It's not gonna be hard for them to catch Virginia Tech. It's not going to be hard for them to catch North Carolina, who are on my list for teams in the upswing. Another team that's recruiting really well. Great season. Wow. Sam Howell, really good. Also someone who was originally supposed to go to Florida State and ended up at North Carolina. Um, Mac Brown, maybe the most likable coach right. in college football. Mac, Mac Brown, like, you can't say enough about that. Like, what they did against Clemson, and then just... What is Texas doing? Rick Barnes goes to Tennessee, finds new life, goes to, like, the Final Four, and then you have Mac Brown... Just out of the shadows, revitalizing North Carolina. Yeah, don't say that yet. Like Tom Herman, my God. He's so he avoided 
disaster this offseason because he hired Chris Ash as a new DC, and then he got um, the guy from Ohio State as his new OC. Right. Just imagine, like, if they lose to Utah, like, Texas is miserable. Yeah. Absolutely miserable. But, um, yeah, Herman, oh, the poor guy. Like, you have unreal expectations every year. Texas is back. You run into LSU, like... But they played LSU really well. They did. And people but, I mean, forget that was, that part. That was a, but that was an early game, right? Like they still played them well. They deserve right. credit for playing them right. well. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. They with had that. some bad losses this year, but like, I just, I think Texas is fine. They're still just. No, man. Like they're never gonna. They're never gonna be better than Oklahoma. Maybe. Like if Lincoln Riley's there. If Lincoln Riley, they're they're not. Like I don't know. Texas just. They've already beaten them. Right under Herman. Right. But they beat them last year. Yes, they did. Kyler was in that game. Yeah, it was the Kyler game. Oh, two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years ago. Okay, I was going to say, they only lost to... Um... No, this was last year. Right. This is, We're still in this year, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Right. And then they got beat... This year. Right. Well, they got beat in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's going to be... That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a one-off, right? It's going to be like Gus Malzahn beating Georgia. It's going to happen once every five years. Uh, I don't know. And that's it. Like, Tom Herman... like. I don't know. Like I, I was, I was excited for Tom Herman. Like you, you know, Tom Herman coming to Georgia. That was like, that's a, that's a really good idea. Well, but if he wasn't going to Texas, he was going to South Carolina. Just absolute. <laughs> they're just absolute trolls. They're like <laughs> Kirby Smart was going to South Carolina, uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, Fuente was going to South Carolina. Like they're they're trolls. They're literally the biggest trolls in the world. Um, South Carolina probably trending up. Right, they get Birch if Birch actually signs with them. Bobo can't be worse than McClendon as OC. Right. The whole, full full Georgia um, coaching staff. Uh, yeah, I mean, South Carolina is going to be a good one. Uh, or not good one, but they're, they're trending upwards. Florida, most people are probably going to say they're down, but like... They still have too much talent to really fall down that much. Right, like, they're, I don't think they're trending, trending down. No. Like, they're, maybe they're even, but I don't think they're trending down. Um, you love you some Eli Drinkwitz? No, I don't. It's time for Missouri to go back to back SEC East champions. Hey, they're yeah no. Um, it's time to bring that back. You get Kelly Bryant and you don't do anything. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, Auburn like Chad Morris. Mm-hmm. He's bringing all those L's to Auburn with him. Those he's L's. Got, yeah. How many losses did he have? At a a lot. Yeah. He's bringing a lot. Um, bringing a lot of firepower though. Right, a lot yeah. of math. Maybe big math guy. Maybe he can. Maybe he can mentor Bo Bo Nix. I don't know. Yeah, he can't be like, any worse than what just happened this year. I, I would say if Felipe Franks and Dan Mullen can't work it out, I, I have no expectations for Chad Morris and Bo Nix. Because uh, Dan, I Mullen's, think it's be good. Dan Mullen's better than Chad Morris. So if he can't fix Felipe Franks, I don't think Chad Morris is going to fix Bo Nix. Felipe Franks. Didn't need to be fixed. He was good before he got garbage. injured. Like Trask comes in and just like makes him Trask look way is better. not good. Trask made him look awful. Okay, right. That's why the Felipe, Trask. Oh my god, Felipe Franks like the number one transfer in portal. Like, uh, Felipe, wait, do you say he's in the portal? Felipe Franks. Sorry, Felipe Franks. He's on the portal. Yeah, he is. Felipe Franks. Yeah, is he really in the portal? He's been there. I didn't see this. He's been there for months. No, Felipe Franks, the quarterback at Florida. Yeah. When did he enter the portal? Months ago. I, I don't think so. 100%. Also. Do you know what should be removed from the start? Players' names being included in the portal and like letting it get out. That should be a private thing that only other coaches know that like a player. Like I don't like that it gets out. I don't, like that. I don't think so. I don't like that. 
Like, because you blindside fans, right? Like, fans get attached to these players. Like, Justin Fields, like, you know, it comes out, like, you see the video of him, like, oh, I handed the ball off real good. Like, you got the notion that he was leaving, but it still sucked when it happened, right? And if it was just like, well, somebody in, from Georgia entered the transfer oh. portal. So, source, uh, Florida coach urged transfer quarterback Felipe Franks to consider Washington State. Huh. I mean, playing for Mike Leach is never a bad thing if you're a quarterback, but I didn't realize, how did I miss this? I didn't realize that he entered the portal. Yeah, it was a while ago, because there there was was, a talk with um, Jake Fromm going to the NFL. It was December 2nd he announced this. Right. There was a speculation, Jake Fromm goes to the NFL, Georgia going after Felipe Why would he not stay? He would start. Uh, it would not be Trask no, or Trask Emory is, Jones. Is Trask still there? He's like a nine-year senior, right? Emory Jones. Yeah, uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, you, know, you don't stay because the whole like the whole the whole fan fan base turned on you, right? Like that guy, that guy hates his life after like having to shush his home fan fan base because they're just talking so much shit about him. But yeah, it, Auburn Auburn shutting up, but. I don't know how much, especially when you. What was the recruiting at? Top, I mean, top eight. Yeah, they were like six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's good. Like they got a lot of offensive linemen. That's yeah, good. Like, the biggest thing for me is just seeing when they can get someone not uh, Booby Whitlow or Cam Martin in the backfield. That'd be nice. That was my question for Auburn. Like if next year, like yeah, this get, is back to back years now of just bad running game. Well, you get you it's get, not what Auburn does. You get Bo Nix, right? Yeah. You get him back. Like is Seth Seth Williams gone? No. He's back? Yeah, he's a true freshman last year. Oh, was he? Okay, that's yeah. good. Um, but yeah, like running back, like your point's, your point's true. Like, why is Bo Nix having to do everything by himself? Because they can't establish anything. Right, but he's got to underthrow a ball to Seth Williams who makes a miraculous catch to beat He intentionally Oregon. underthrew that. He yeah, wants to put it in play for that, Seth to make a play. Big brain, big brain. Yeah. Um, Found Sal in a perfect tight end cross in that game, wide open down the middle field. Only Bo Nix could have seen him streaking no, wide that open. Sounds like that sounds like uh, Tim Tebow. No, yeah, Pittsburgh. The I mean, I'll take, I'll take that. Right, the second greatest college quarterback of all time, no, just behind Tebow. Cam Newton. Uh, Matt Stafford. No, that's definitely Are you not. kidding me? Have you seen the picture of him bench pressing <laughs> two kegs over his head, his girls hanging off his arms? That doesn't make him the best. Absolutely does. No. Yeah, dude, that dude is the man. Um, kind of bad that that team never won a title. And then just Mark correct, man. There's that. I'm gonna go on a tangent with Mark Rick and Kirby Smart. Um, you might pop a blood vessel. Right. <clears throat> you James had a Coley. long day. Um, you were, you started this podcast off just being like, well, actually, maybe James Coley's good. <laughs> <laughs> Dark times. Uh, let's see who else is up. Um, Tennessee's up. You have to say Tennessee's up. Big come from behind win over IU. God, that you just saw that happening too. They won eight games this year after losing to Georgia State at home. Right. You just you watched that game and you just saw it happening. Like I'm laying in bed, humble brag, on vacation, mm. <laughs> um, and you just see it happening. Like they're gonna come back and win this game. They're gonna score two touchdowns in five minutes. Like the the crazy thing about the game is how did Indiana not? How were they not ready for an onside kick? Like blew my mind. They were yeah. shocked. The coach is shocked. Everybody was shocked. The announcers were like, oh, my God, onside kick. And we're sitting there, what the hell is going on right now? Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Pr- Jeremy Pruitt. Mastermind. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know asparagus, but he knows onside <laughs> kicks. <laughs> it's all about scumbag, too. Um, Tennessee, yeah. Um, I don't know. I Who's the court? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, three concussions in three games. <laughs> yeah. He's good. If right, he can yeah, ever... He- 
Yeah, he is good, but he has like the least amount of like dexterity <laughs> or agility that I've ever seen. Like, but like, he's it's it feels immoral for him to keep playing because he yeah, just he's, the doc, no doctor is going to send him back out there. Like the the scorpion that he did <laughs> after Georgia, like not to mention like Georgia just smashed him, right? Like that's what you get for playing Georgia, right? Like, I can't think of his name. Whatever your name is, like yeah. screw you. That's what you get, but. It's not Jarek Garantano, which is important. Right. He led the comeback, too. Yeah, that he did. Craziness. Um, what is his name? But he's Scorpions. I didn't even see it until <laughs> the week after he got knocked out again. And they go back, oh, yeah, he had a concussion last week when he just... I don't even understand how he did it, but he lands on his face. Brian Moore. Right. And just, it's whole like, Scorpion. It was crazy. Like, But, he, yeah, he was really good. Well, like, you don't know who they also got. The 7A state champion out of Georgia, Harrison Bailey. From Marietta. Who's the... Um, Who beat my part, beat Panthers. In this, of course, semifinals? Tennessee, like... Who's their, who's their offense going to go through now? Like, you, you got the quarterback, but, like, their their best wide receiver's gone. Yeah. And he was their offense. Like, he was the only John reason... John Jennings is a man. Right. And he was, the, he was the only reason that they put any points on Georgia. Remember that game where he was... Um, where the game happened at Georgia? Josh Dobbs was in play, and I think Jawan God, Jennings was you, also involved. Can you just... Can you... Remember that throw that Jacob Eason made? Like that was, <laughs> that was the pinnacle of my my life as a that fan. That was the pinnacle of his college career. It turned right. Out. I remember I was in Columbia for that game. Um, I'm just shit talking every South Carolina fan that was at the bar. Um, the other guy, uh, the other manager with me, uh, was a Virginia Tech fan, um, big Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and um, we're watching it. And Jacob Eason just throws laser rocket arm touchdown down the sideline. And I'm just running around in hysterics at this point because it was the most beautiful throw I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and then I get the penalty. And <laughs> Calvin and myself, a Virginia Tech fan, have this realization that, oh, my God, this happened to Detroit the year before. They're going to get a Hail Mary and they're going to win the game. And it happened. And depression. That's Georgia, though, right? Um, but they lose him. I enjoyed it. Right. I mean, I did, too, because it was... A really good finish, even though they lost. Like, Jacob it doesn't Eason. top the Auburn moment where Nick Marshall threw a downfield. <laughs> There's just so many of them. Like, yeah, it's just incredible. Like Auburn, if Auburn beats Georgia, it's literally the most miraculous shit that ever happens. It, it can't just be like Auburn comes out and beats Georgia. Uh, I disagree. Like, we literally curb stomped you at home. That was just, that, yeah, but that was literally like three drop touchdown passes. Like that, that was. Just, it was still a curb stomping. Yeah, that was. Uh, you all had refs too. It's whatever. That's fine, but. Yeah, Tennessee, they're, 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 yeah, I just don't know if Jeremy Pruitt's the guy that's going to take them to be able to beat Georgia, to be able to beat Florida year in or year out, or or have it, you know, close, right? Like, Alabama every year, like, <laughs> poor guy. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's got him going in the right direction. I just don't know if he's going to get him over that hump. Um, Who's going the opposite way? Hmm. Mississippi State, right? Obviously. Yeah, Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State. I think Michigan State. I can't believe they didn't fire D'Antonio. Or I, just make him retire. That's 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 why when you said earlier, like that they're gonna be good. Like I just don't see D'Antonio like that. He he is. They didn't go to a bowl game this year, right? But he's just stuck. They didn't go. To, I thought they went to a bowl game and they got smashed. No, I'm pretty sure Michigan State missed their bowl no, game. They went to a bowl game and got smashed at five and seven. I'm pretty yeah. I'm almost positive they did. Like. They were one of the earlier games, like mid mid December. Am I insane? I thought Michigan State missed it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got absolutely annihilated. Maybe they did. I don't um, know. 
but him like he's like stuck in his ways and they're just they're never going to beat ohio state they're never going to beat michigan they're never going to beat these teams consistently right um i definitely agree with that um who else oh no they won their pinstripe bowl they were in the pinstripe bowl right so they went six and six. Oh, they won. Okay, I thought they got. I got. I thought they got obliterated. Okay. Um. Oh, you already see. Mark D'Antonio should offer Joe Moorhead the opportunity to run Michigan State's offense. Why not? This is constant everywhere. Like any unhappy fan base is like, look, honestly, we should look at Joe Moorhead. And then if you're Mississippi State, you're like, wait, why does every other team in the country want our ex coach as their right. AC? Like, I don't Michigan State like just. Is is in the same boat as Georgia, right? They like, run this antiquated offense, and they're focused on defense. And but at least Georgia has the talent to right. run something like that, right? That's what I'm saying. But like D'Antonio is never going to do that to beat Ohio <laughs> State, to beat Michigan. Well, Iowa does this too, right? Shout but, out to Iowa. For well, no, Iowa, Iowa at least throws the ball downfield right? sometimes. Well, what with it, who they they when, when I they mean they have it? Noah Fant and Hawkinson, your guy. They produce way too much NFL talent. It's craziness. Because they don't recruit well. These are all like three stars, two stars. They turn into NFL players. I just don't understand like how Georgia's like the last people to like change in this. Georgia's trending downwards now. Oh. I'm I'm mad. I I like this. I'm mad. It only took 54 minutes, but there you are. They got, you know, three top three recruiting. They'll be number one at the end of it, but they're trending down. I'm annoyed now. Um, Michigan, like I, for whatever reason, like I just don't like hardball, like. They're fine. I just like Harbaugh. I, I just don't think he's ever gonna he's ever gonna be the guy. I don't think anybody is. He's already the best coach in their history, right? I know, but like, do you remember when he first got hired? He was just, he was like Lane Kiffin, right? Yeah, like, doing all this stupid stupid stuff. Like, I'm gonna take my players to like <laughs> Japan to tr- the train or some craziness, and called out. I don't know if it was Mark Richter, or Kirby Smart. Like, he was just crazy, right? But now he's just Tim Harbaugh. Like, he doesn't do anything, and he's just. Every time he like loses a game, he looks confused. Like looks like he doesn't know what happened. Like even the oh god, he dropped the ball. Like what was that Michigan State when they dropped the uh, oh the punt right yeah. Like he has the same face as when he loses to Ohio State. Like just complete confusion. I just I don't know. Like I don't know if I've kind of lost faith in him. It's like Mark Rick to me. He's better than Mark Rick. I don't know. Mark Rick at least like played for. National titles, right? Like tie-in games. I don't think I would rule it out yet. I still, I still think the jury's still out on Jim Harbaugh. I like Jim Harbaugh a lot, and I think he's going to be fine. Um, I have a sneaky two people in here that I don't know if you'll agree with. Iowa State seven and five this year. Nope. Got blown out Mm-mm. by Notre Dame. Mm-mm. Just lost their OC to Josh Heupel. He's going to UCF. He was their recruiting coordinator. Mm-mm. I would be a little concerned if like the Matt Campbell stuff is like. Uh, maybe a little bit overrated where Iowa State and the Cyclones could be. Maybe Seneca Wallace and seven and five is where they they belong. Right. That, Brock that, Purdy's awesome, but like I think they might be going less because remember last year with Montgomery and the way they played Oklahoma and everything. They're like, you know, Iowa State may be a Big Twelve contender. Maybe they can build something with Matt Campbell to be a Big Twelve champion. And I'm just like, eh, like Minnesota, can. right? Like they, they yeah, it's kind of Minnesota, but. I think the expectations are unreal. Like Iowa State's the team. Well, that's why those... it's turning down because expectations were higher. Right. They're one of those teams that always beats somebody that they have no reason beating. Like every year, just count it. They're going to beat somebody they have no reason beating. That's just there's there's a couple of those teams. There's a handful of those teams, and Iowa State's always been one of those for me. That you just turn on the ESPN and it's like, oh god, like 
Iowa State beat a top five team. Cool. All right. Um, but if, yeah, I guess if you're saying that their expectations are too high, so they're trending down, I would 100% agree with that. Um, but I think they're just, it's going to be the same, uh, Iowa State, right? They're just going to come in, they're going to ruin somebody's season, and they're going to win six more games, and that's it, right? Like, yeah. Um, TCU is my other sneaky one. Why is Gary Patterson getting a pass for these bad defenses and things just kind of falling off the rails there? You're in the state of Texas. I think he overachieved for so long. That Maybe that's like, it. But that's why it's turning down. I think we have already right. seen the best of Patterson and TCU. I, I would agree with that. But like the competition around him gets better. So I think like... The Big 12 is not great. Right. But I mean, like you think of the big names there, like Gary Patterson's not up there anymore. How do you not make Kenny Hill a superstar? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I don't think Gary Patterson's that name anymore. Like when you think about the Big 12, like before you'd be throwing him... Every Georgia fan wanted him for like five years right. like during the Mark Rick era. They're right. like, we but want to go get Gary Patterson. Right, that's Georgia fans though. Like we're the, the craziest fan base known to man. Like we hate Mike Bobo, and then like four years later, we're like, please come home. Right? Like, yeah. Um, they do a welcome home, welcome God, home. I'm so tell happy. the world. Yeah. Like I'm closet so happy that didn't happen. Um. But yeah, I, I think T. I think TCU. I think Gary. P, uh, P, wait, what's his last? Gary name? Pinkle was Pinkle. the old coach of right. Missouri. Missouri. Uh, Patterson. Yeah. Um, I think he just overachieved. Like, I don't, I don't think there's anything crazy. Like, I just think they they play people tough, right? Like for the most part, but I just don't think they're just six and 60 too much now where you're like, yeah, are they just, I don't know. I feel like we're going to get a four and eight, like three and nine Gary Patterson season. You're like, what are we doing? Is right. this over? Like, do they th- wait too long on this? I just think like the, the defensive minded coaches might be like just going, just might be going away. Yeah. Like, I think it might just be where offense, like a head coach needs to be offensive oriented. Like you, yeah, of course you got like Nick Saban. I'll still put Kirby smart there. Cause you know, he hasn't done anything like to not be a head coach. I don't think, but what great defensive minded coaches are there now? Um, let me think. Like Manny Antonio Diaz. was one of them, but not anymore. Pink, uh, Patterson, Pinkle. Patterson was, but like not anymore. Kirk Ferentz. Yeah. Well, yeah. He. I don't even know if that's because he, like, he just develops <laughs> talent like crazy somehow. Uh, maybe Jimmy Lake. We'll have to see how he does in Washington. Uh, or or Jordan, uh, maybe. Like if he. Oh, Justin Wilcox at Cal. Like him. He's good. But not talking, a lot. But, There's but, far more offensive minds. Right. I think that just might be the thing. Like Charlie Strong. I mean, uh, Lovey Smith. I'm about to say. Dude, his beard is magical. Six and six. Oh my the god! The drive for six, getting Illinois in a bowl game. Dude, like it doesn't even matter. I saw his beard and I was like, oh my god, I need that. Like that guy's the man. You don't, but I do, dude. He he had the best beard I've ever seen. Um, I don't think you could pull it off. I couldn't. But yeah, I mean, they looked. I like him. I like him being there. But again, like I don't think you're gonna go to a big school and and be that guy and and, and have a defensive mind coach and not be Nick Saban and win every year, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. Dabo. He's not a defensive-minded coach. No? He was, like he? An off- he was like a tight end. He was something weird. But that's offense, so, yeah. Yeah, he was an offensive. I, I don't think he really is like an expert. I don't know what... He's just like a... Manager. I, like, he's a preacher. And he looks CEO. Yeah, like, it's just... I don't... God he's a motivator. Favor- like God favored us this Yeah, game. I don't... I don't know what he actually... I, I don't know. That's a complicated one. He just is amazing at building a staff. Right. 
Like he figured that out. How is that? How is Venable still there? He, uh, I think his kids go there. I don't. I don't know. I could man. be wrong. I'm pretty sure his kids go there. That's crazy. And, and like Kirk Herbstreit doesn't get enough credit for having to call that game with two sons on Clemson's football team and also playing at Ohio State. That he, had to be rough for him. Why is he even calling that game? But all the people were like getting on to him about the Ohio State bias. It's like, dude, he's literally got two kids at Clemson right, right. now. And Kurt Herbstreit's a good commentator. Yeah, I love Kurt Herbstreit. Him and Fowler are great. I love, yeah, I love him. Like those two, those two. I'm always disappointed that they're never calling like an SEC game unless it's just like the game of the century. But yeah, those are by far like my favorite too. Best hire, worst hire. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, I think, is the best one. Um, Grantham, if he's hired, 100%. Um, I have an obvious one. Colorado State. Yes. Steve Adazio. Yeah, just, what are you doing? I don't like. Uh, what did a, you see? That's the I, same thing. Like, why are you going to fire Bobo and get Adazio? Like, that why, just blew my mind. Right. Why waste all that money buying out Bobo? Only to buy out Adazio in two years. Right. Like, I don't understand that hire. That was the worst by far. To me, um, but I will argue if Grantham gets hired at Mississippi State, like that's by far the worst hire, yeah, over him. Um, but yeah, uh, Lane Kiffin is my best period just because that instantly puts like Ole Miss got it right, like they went for a coach who's comparable to the top tier in West in, in the West, right? Like, he just fits, right? And you needed someone who was like just not gonna give a shit brash. about going at Saban, you yeah, need somebody brash that's gonna like, yeah. look in Saban in the eye and talk shit to him, like, yeah, Luke, uh, Matt Luke was not that guy, right? No, like. But he's going to do that to Ed Ordron. He's going to poke yeah. the bear. Like he's going to poke Nick Saban, Gus Malzahn. Like he's just going to be that like brash, like that brash coach that comes in, and 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 he's going to get people to believe it. At Ole Miss. Um, so I, I love that hire. Um, Norvell, I, I think that's a good hire. Norvell is my my best hire. Um, I really think they're going to be good. Right. I think he's the guy that's going to get the culture. They got right. Chubba Purdy. You see the Bubba's brother, or Brock Purdy's brother is named Chubba. Like Chubba, Chubba, uh, Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. That was the most disappointing name I've ever seen in my life. Like, I just wanted to say Chubba Hubbard so much. <laughs> that would have been the best name in college football. Chuba. Yeah. Great story. Canadian. Yeah. Monster. Like, absolute monster of running back. Um, but yeah, I think Norvell's going to get the culture right in Florida State. And I think that's going to be one of those. They're they're going to turn around. Um, you would hope to challenge Clemson, but I don't know about that. Yeah. Like they've got too much of a right. just. I think they could be a solid tier two team. At least like make a game. Yes, they can get in that Virginia Tech Virginia zone very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'll be in. They'll 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 get there. But like I want to see Norvell get to where like they challenge Clemson. Not every year, right? But they like they'll make the game interesting rather than it being seventy to nothing. Yeah, where it's been. Um, when that uh, that fan was reading his book with his shirt off, and yeah, you <laughs> no, want to get like, away from that. That was a professor, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, but I like that. I like that higher. Um, who else? There weren't a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy Etzel kept his job. I know you're wondering whether or not UConn was going to go with Etzel when they go independent. Washington, Jimmy Lake. Okay. Um, because they kind of promoted from within, so that that's wasn't right, really that's a right, thing. That's right. That's right. Um, there really weren't many changes. Mm-mm. Been quiet. Yeah, not a lot of firings. Uh, yeah, I think there were a lot more last year. Absolutely. Yeah. What? What? What's the? What's the Sunday called? The day after uh, 
Uh, well, there's Black Monday for the NFL. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, something sad Sunday. I don't know. Some bloody Sunday. Who knows? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think Bloody Sunday might actually. Be it a wasn't. Sunday. Yeah, it wasn't very. It wasn't very good this year. But yeah, I think they were good. Last thing, we'll wrap up here. How does the playoff end up? LSU winning. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see a way that Clemson wins this game. Um, I'm not going to rule it out. Like Trevor Lawrence literally hasn't lost a game yet. Right. I. I they shouldn't have beaten Ohio State, and there were a lot of bad stuff that happened there. But like. They like Ohio State game, yeah. They they weren't the better team, right? Like Ohio State was better, yeah. Right, like yeah, some stuff went the wrong way. Yeah, like don't let don't let the rest beat you by kicking four field goals or whatever they did. But I'm not I'm not gonna rule out like if Clemson like Clemson can beat LSU, right? I just don't. There's no part of me that sees it happening. Like Auburn did the best job slot like slowing them down. Can Clemson reproduce that? I don't think so. Like Georgia tried to, right? Georgia did the same thing that Auburn did, and but the difference is Clemson's got a much better offense than both of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Trevor Lawrence runs now, but I think, and LSU's defense is down. But, but then you look at what they've done to some of the like people have said that, but then like their last three or four games, they've their defense has done a pretty decent job. Granted, yeah. they haven't played the best of offenses outside of Oklahoma, but I think their their defense is good. Like this is going to go back to the same thing that. Um, I think it's going to be Oklahoma. Like, I don't think they're going to blow them out, but I think the score is just going to be like astronomically high. Um, just because I think Clemson's going to push them to keep scoring, right? Yeah. They're keep throwing it downfield and they're going to keep just like, it's like a hard to champion type deal where it's like they're back in the national tide. They can go, they can repeat. I just think, I just think like LSU is just like Team America at this point. Like, it feels like that Saints team where it was just like, Everything is just there. It's just, yeah. it's that, it's that destiny. It's going to be hard. I'm picking LSU, but, but like, I just would not be surprised if this is like 38, 41 late right. in the if, fourth. If Clemson can get Joe Burrow on the, on the ground, right? Like is if, if he'll like what Hilaire, like he comes back, like if they can get Joe Burrow on the ground, like Auburn did. Sure. Yeah. They can beat him. But if they don't, and it's like Georgia where they bring pressure, but he just kind of like casually, Leaves the pocket and throws a seventy-yard touchdown. Jordan didn't like, really get pressure in that game. They did. They know they got a lot of pressure on him. Not in the first. Just, the first half, Joe uh, Burrow had all kinds of time to well, throw. No, no, no. They would. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying consistently. Like they, they had the opportunity to get like. They were sending four. They weren't sending a lot. Much. They weren't sending yeah. a lot. No, they were doing the same thing as Auburn. Like they're dropping back like. But seven DBs. What do we know? Auburn. Auburn can do things that Georgia cannot. Right. Obviously. Yeah. When, yeah. Right. But but like hold um, LSU to twenty-three points. Right, count the uh, rings. Yeah, obviously, but count like, the rings. Um, yeah, I uh, if they can get them on the ground, I think they get, they have a chance. If they don't, like, it's just going to be. I I just don't see it. It's just team of destiny, right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably going to be LSU. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset with it. But where's LSU next year? Uh, looking for their next Ryan Perlou. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Because Clemson, I think, will be the favorite next year. Right, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's the thing, is if they win this, there's a real, real chance they go three feet. Right. Um, Like, uh, yeah. yeah. I guess Alabama, maybe, if, depending on who comes back and if Tua comes back. Even if Tua comes back, I don't see it. He's going to get hurt. Yeah. Well, you also have Bryce Young at this point now. So, that that just would be nice. I don't know. Number two quarterback in in the class. I haven't watched him at all, so I'm not sure, but... I don't wait. They lose all of the receivers too, don't they? 
They've only lost. I mean, only one's official. I think Judy's declared, but I don't Judy think the other did. two have. I think Smith did too. I don't know. Who well, knows? he had to. He was a senior. Okay. Um, Rugs and the other one, Waddle. They don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. Like next year's gonna be next year's gonna be fun. I think you have a lot of good teams next year. Yeah. A lot more than this year, I think. I think Oregon will be the most interesting one because I think Oregon's really getting close. That coat, Cristobal. Yeah. He's good. I like him. He's like, they play SEC football. Well, yeah. After they won, who they play? Wisconsin. Uh, that, that game was crazy, right? Like, yeah. After they win that game, you see how like excited he was to get that win. Like it feels very Ed Orgeron-ish. right? Like he feels like a guy that's going to turn that program yeah. around, and like they're about to just start like walking all over the 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 Pac-12. Well, what helps is USC finishing like 80th in recruiting. That helps. Like that. Like what? What did Clay Helton sign on National Signing Day? One person. Like I think it was like literally one. Well, they just got a four-star receiver in the right, last yeah. week. Yeah. You know, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Like when you know that five-star cornerback <clears throat> went to Georgia, right? Yeah. Um. But uh, like Clay Helton, like God help that guy. But one, like, what do you say when you have? What did he say when he signed one person that that day? Like it was, it was unbelievable. He's like, we got everybody we wanted to. Like, what, the, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, buddy? Like, get out of here. You know yeah. what we used to do at USC? Get five stars. You know what right. my mission is? We're going after the forgotten, the it, forgotten heroes. Because you know a, what, Kirk Ferentz, he actually does that with his team. He's like, I know we're not getting five and four stars. I want you to go out and find me that three star gem that we missed. Right. Like their tight ends for like the past three years have been just absolute monsters. Yeah. All like top, like second round. He pulled them out ends. of the cornfield, and it just doesn't matter. It's they um yeah Clay Helton poor poor guy I think he was got a, he got like a three star offensive lineman too which is just terrifying for them but I think they're gonna be fine next year like they're that, well, the Pac twelve is weak yeah but Slovak looked looks good if he doesn't get hurt um they have like pretty decent Did receivers you call him Slovak is that a nickname no Slovak what is his last name Slovis Slov- Slovis oh, yeah God. I thought you were giving him like a nickname that sounds like a, a oh, superhero God. Uh, Slovak. God, Paterno, Slovak. I'm yeah. just on a roll day. Um, <laughs> Paterno's just... I'd forgotten about that. That God. was great. Um, Slovis. Okay, yeah. Like, I think they'll have a good core next year. So, yeah. Well, I think, I think it's next it's year. not going to hurt them. Like, those recruiting classes are not going to hurt them now. Right. This hurts them three years from now. I think next year's going to be really interesting, though. Like, there should be a lot of good teams. I think next year's going to be a lot more... Open. Right, than this year was. Um, I mean, no one thought LSU was going to be this good this year. God, Joe Burrow. No one thought this. Right. No, no, nobody did. I did. I, I thought they were going to be third best in the West. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if Texas A&M is, like, the next breakout team next year. They're just recruiting too well where it's like, it wouldn't surprise me if they just have this Maybe. crazy year. Maybe. I think, but like, Georgia next year, they're going to win it. No, they're not yeah. even winning the East. They're getting king. They're literally not even winning the East. Right. 100% are. Like, no. before Tennessee's Baylor, winning the East. Oh, my God. We're not doing this again. <laughs> Before before Baylor, I'm I'm I might like have some question marks, but like the offensive line just mashed Baylor's like vaunted defensive line, right? Jake Fromm, God help him. James Coley, God help him. Actually, like called and played a good game. George Pickens, an absolute man. If he doesn't, this is sad. Why are you talking yourself back into Georgia in 2020? You think George Pickens is going to be the next Isaiah Crowell? Hmm. Like next year, at some point, he's just gonna get like pulled over with a gun and just get kicked <laughs> out, like straight up Isaiah Crowell style. Because it's very similar, right? Like, did he have a puppy bulldog on his no, signing day? God, that was the best one of all time. <laughs> but no, like they're 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 both kind of like similar. Like, where is that bulldog now? Um, I, sure, maybe. And then he can go to JUCO 
and then he can come back to Auburn where he at a as a quarterback before the bag man got there as a quarterback. Right. What if Pickens is a quarterback at Auburn in three years? <laughs> oh no, my life. <laughs> I would hate my life. That's what we need. George Pickens. He's just the next. Nick Marshall's been texting him back and forth, like, "All right, man, here's right. the plan." Right. He's just the next king. Yeah. Yeah. He's the next Derek King. Yeah. I like it. There we go. Auburn, 2020 national <laughs> champions. You love to end on a positive note. <laughs> trending uh, up. Trending up. There we go. Not that right, Adams. Thanks for coming by, man. Uh, just please edit this. God, please edit this. All right, that'll do it for today's episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast. Thank you uh, to the wonderful guests for coming on today's show. Thank you uh, to my wonderful listeners for listening to today's episode. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. Um, if you like today's episode, leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple. It would be great. Um, it helps the show continue to grow, and I would very much appreciate it. Uh, you can also support the show on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Chase Thomas Writer. Um, for as little as $5 a month, it helps the show keep the lights on. So that would be a great help to me as well. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Chase underscore Thomas. You could go to ChaseThomasPodcast.com, which has all of my stuff, all my episodes ever, um, links to everything that you need, um, and all of my writing that uh, I'm doing fairly often these days um, on the NFL, on NBA, on college football, on pro wrestling. I write about everything. I write a lot. Um, so go read me on that front. So if you're not tired of listening to me, you can also read me. Um, so that's awesome. But uh, I think that's enough self-promotion from me for one episode. Uh, I hope you continue listening. That would be great. And uh, I will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks, guys. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.